For more resources, visit rymonline.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. All right, everybody, we're back talking to Reverend Scott Bird all this week. Uh, Scott, (laughs) Uh, he's making me laugh. Um, Okay, we talked about best things you've done in youth ministry, and today uh, we're going to the other end of the spectrum, as I always say. And talking about some of your biggest mistakes in ministry. Uh, so, Scott, what have uh, been some of your biggest mistakes? Yeah, there's, I think everybody has said this, but, you know, you, a lot of times you can think of a lot more mistakes uh, than, than good things. Um, but for me, some of the worst things have been uh, really sins of the tongue, I think. Um, I actually did my, I preached my sermon for Presbytery on. Um, the sins of the tongue in James, and uh, it was it was because several things had happened in the youth ministry that uh, I'd gotten in trouble, you know, for for just saying and doing dumb things. Uh, yeah. But but really, I think sarcasm uh, is is one that I just kind of haven't bridled my tongue, uh, and, and so I'll say these kind of cutting sarcastic things to students, and I forget how insecure a lot of students are and, um, and really, you know, that like we talked about in the last one that, uh, that the church needs to be a safe place and sarcasm does not create uh, an environment of, uh, being safe and comfortable and open and vulnerable. Um, so I think just saying things that don't really build trust, uh, saying things thoughtlessly, um, yeah, there's there's a eighth grade girl one time that was uh, I, I she's never gonna listen to this I don't think but she she was <laughs> vegan uh, she was she was kind of going through this vegan phase and, um, and it wasn't really out of any kind of moral uh, conviction or anything like that and so I was kind of picking with her about it and I didn't think it was a big deal and I kind of thought you know if I'm picking with her that means I like her and I'm trying to build a relationship yeah. and. And really, uh, she didn't take it that way, and she took it as hurtful. And mm. um, and her dad actually called me and, and told me, "Hey, you know, she's taking this pretty hard, and she doesn't want to come to youth group anymore, and uh, and stuff like that." So, so you know, just so, and I, it was something that I hadn't even thought about. Like I hadn't thought about it since I'd said it. Yeah. And so, just just saying little sarcastic, cutting remarks that, you know, you don't know how how that's going to affect her and you know james talks about how powerful words are and mm-hmm. you know it's, it can be tongue can is like a fire that can set a whole forest ablaze you know it's a, mm-hmm. one little spark can start a fire and and really kind of destroy a youth ministry you yeah. know if, if if that happens so and two um, two things for that before you were you about to move on no go ahead um one i mean just a comment is 
I mean, I th- that's so common. And I think in youth ministry, I mean, we're, we try to get the students to like us. We try to make them laugh. We try to get them, you know, have them accept us, which, you know, talks about our insecurities as well. And so we just, we mm-hmm. can be very loose with our tongue and make the joke and, you know, cross the line a little bit. And so, uh, yeah, we definitely, we've just got to be sensitive to that. And, and uh, like you said, I mean, these students are very young and they don't have the life experience we have. And so some of our words are going to come across maybe harsher to them and more hurtful. Um, and so the second thing was, how, how did you follow up with that student? Did you sit down and have a conversation? What was the uh, process there? Well, I, I asked the dad, um, I said, what do you think? And do I need to address this with, with her or um, or what do you think I need need to do and he said no he said I don't he said I think that would just make it more awkward and mm-hmm. more uh just a bigger deal than it really is if if you actually had to sit down and talk with her about it and he said just he said just leave it alone um and I'm going to keep encouraging her to, to go to youth group and um and so really what I just tried to do from that point on I didn't address it you know one-on-one with her but um but I did I have been a whole lot more sensitive about that and Mm -hmm. I've been a little bit more uh, just, I want to be more friendly with her and more open and just kind of make sure that she knows that it is a safe place and um, that, that I'm not going to intentionally hurt her Mm -hmm. uh, like that. And so so in that case, it was just kind of, but I have had times where I have gone to students and said, you know, will you forgive me for, for what I said, yeah. um, that was really thoughtless and foolish. And um, will you forgive me? And yeah. uh, that's really hard to do <laughs> to yeah. go to a student and ask their forgiveness. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's good. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think yeah, sins of the tongue. Uh, I think another really a thing that I regret doing or, or maybe not doing is when I first got to Christ Pres not really building relationships with elders and, uh, and even, even other staff, uh, I just kind of came in and kind of started doing things, uh, that I didn't communicate real well and didn't have a whole lot of trust built with the session. Mm-hmm. They just kind of, it was like, they didn't really know me, didn't know who I was. And again, they're just kind of seeing me as, as this kid, I think. And, uh, and so kind of, came in and we don't have relational capital with elders and staff it can kind of be like they just don't trust you or make maybe just feels like that yeah um that's something i wish i would have done early on is just go to lunch with some of the elders and just get to know them and uh and even maybe even share you know my philosophy of ministry and you know experience and things like that um so that's that's one thing i regret not doing and that's kind of uh, yeah, that's kind of had some fallout because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I mean, that, that's a good point of just the importance of taking time to build relationships and getting to know, you know, others on staff and, and elders. I mean, that's, yeah, that's a good thing to emphasize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and I think the last thing, uh, is, is I try, I have the past three years, you know, a lot of the youth ministry is just trying to see what works and what doesn't work mm-hmm. and, um, and adjusting. And I tried to force a lot of things that weren't really working like, uh, like a senior high guys Bible study. We have kind of a smaller group of senior high guys and, um, it just wasn't working. I kept trying to force it and we'd have like two guys show up and finally I just quit trying. And, um, and it's been so much better. The students don't feel guilty about not showing up and I don't feel discouraged about them not coming. Yeah. And, 
and kind of the same thing with the whole parenting seminar thing. We're going to try some different stuff with that, but that's, it wasn't working and I was trying to force it and getting frustrated with parents and people that weren't coming. And, uh, I think they were feeling guilty for not coming. So, yeah. um, just tried to, you know, just figuring out what works and, and not trying to force those things that aren't working. Yeah. And that, that's, that's, um, that's a good point because it is sometimes, we get in a rhythm of doing something and having something in our programs and we don't even stop to think ever, you know, should I just stop doing this or not? And we just kind of think, okay, this is on the calendar. We've been doing this for so long and this has been a part of the ministry. And like you said, it starts, it, it was actually, you know, counterproductive is creating frustration in you guilt in the students some tension there and to just take a step back and, you know, analyze what it is you're doing and thinking about it and thinking, you know, is this something we should do away with or, um, you know, do something else different. Uh, that's, yeah, that's good to, mm-hmm. to think through that. Yeah. And I know that's kind of, this is kind of a plug for RYM youth leader training. Um, but, but I remember your, um, soon to be senior pastor, uh, Les Newsom, uh, talking in a, a small group uh, and just said, you know, weeks like, youth theater training are, are so vital in ministry because you get to step away from the ministry and you get to think about it and, 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 and you really can't do that unless you remove yourself from the context that you're doing ministry in. Um, so all that to say, just kind of emphasizing your point a little bit more uh, that it's healthy and good to step back and think through those things. So that's all good stuff, Scott. Did you have anything else to add? No, that's it. All right. Thanks, Scott. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>